Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Hello everyone and welcome to Main Menu for the 26th of August 2016. I am your co-host Jason Castanguay. Today we are going to tell our listeners where to go as we talk with Rob Meredith from American Printing House for the Blind. We ask questions and have him demonstrate the use of Nearby Explore, which has recently been released for iOS. There are some great use case scenarios worked out in these demonstrations, and I was saying during the show that, wow, you can read the manual all you want, but it's really nice to see some of these things demonstrated. Enjoy the show! Hi everyone, this is Janine Stanley here with my fellow Main Menu team member, Jason Castanguay. Hi Jason. Hello Janine. And today we are going to tell you where to go. Yes, you know, I, I think you probably all are usually telling us that, but this week it's us telling you where to go and how to get there with the long-awaited iOS app, Nearby Explorer, from the American Printing House and Tonight, we have with us Rob Meredith, a familiar name to anyone who is on the Nearby Explorer lists, and uh, Rob is a programmer with the American Printing House. Hi, Rob. Hey, how's it going, Janine? Excellent. And Rob is here to tell us a little bit about the Nearby Explorer app. Now, this app, app has been available for a while on the Android platform, and I think Larry Scootcon it just is so happy that he doesn't have to dread me coming up to him at the booth at convention and saying, when's it going to be on iOS? <laughs> right. Yes, we released the Android version in uh, 2013, early 2013. Oh, wow. And um, we have been working on the iOS version for the last 15 months. So. Wow. And here it is. Wow. It's all ready to go. <laughs> Ta-da! And I have to say, it is quite a nice program. So let's talk a little bit first about some of the requirements for the program. If you are going to think about buying it, what kind of a phone do you need to have? What sorts of storage? Um, let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. Well, the maps are – the on- we use onboard maps for navigation and for um, your current location. And those onboard maps cover the United States and Canada – and they have a size right now of just over four gigabytes. Okay. So I would not recommend this for anyone with an 8 or 16 gig phone. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have an 8 gig phone, I think you're probably having some issues right now anyway. But um, just yeah, it, uh, got a new 16 gig phone for work. So I'm kind of going, oh, well, I'll be demoing it on my home phone then. <laughs> yeah. If you have a 16, you can. Pr- if you don't do much else, you can probably squeeze it in there. But if you're interested in doing other things, you might want to go for the 32 or a 64. Gotcha. Gotcha. And the onboard maps do give you a definite advantage in terms of speed of the information that it gets. I've, I've definitely noticed that. Um, what version of iOS is the lowest one that it will run with? Uh, 9. 9.0. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, and I've assume you guys are gearing up for 10. I know Jason and I are both beta testers for 10, and uh, it is working like gangbusters. So, mm-hmm. Oh, great. Um, you're, 
you are good to go there, most definitely. Glad to right, hear it. So let's jump right into the app. And Rob, you have your phone fired up here. So let's take a look at the home screen because there are a couple concepts on here that, that we're going to explain to folks because they're pretty cool once you figure them out and learn how to use them. Okay. We are going to open Nearby Explorer and uh, see what it has to tell us about our current location. Nearby United States, Kentucky, Jefferson County, Louisville, Frankfurt Avenue, near Cook Studio and Art Gallery 90 yards southwest, near American Printing House for the Blind Museum 70 yards northwest, near Bar Library 60 yards west. Okay. Um, 8.40 p.m. eastbound 31 Shelbyville Road, Middletown 40 yards southeast. There's a lot of information to take in there. So basically, we have a home screen with uh, several items that you can turn on or off. They're just regular old switches. And each item controls a various aspect of your current location. For example, the street number or the, the city or county that you happen to be in or the street name. So you can turn these switches on or off depending on how much information you prefer as you move around. And... Um, we have the I have the program set right now to use the defaults, but as we move through some of this, we may decide we need to turn some of these on or off depending on the, the situation we get into. Gotcha. And um, the general operation mode of Nearby Explorer is to start it up, uh, set it how you'd like. Of course, it remembers your settings from the last time, and then just lock the phone and go. Aha, uh -huh, and there's an important concept. Right. Um, we we heard the different voices there. So this is a self-voicing app, which means right. it's going to run on the lock screen. Yep, it sure does. And you throw it in your pocket and or in your, you know, how whatever you do and begin to move around either on the bus in a car walking and um, the app tells you everything that happens that you're interested in as you move. So I'm going to start at the I'm going to start at the top of this the main screen here. We have the title nearby explorer, and then immediately we, after that we have a toolbar. Pause button. Geo on button. Compass on button. Uh, the pause. G pause button. If you're out moving around, then the, the app is uh, making a lot of telling you a lot of things, and you want to stop for a little while. You can just hit pause, and it'll it'll stop doing everything. It'll actually shut down the GPS receiver and um, uh -huh. save your battery. And then you can just hit pause again. At, at that point, it switches to resume, and you can then resume and continue moving. Then we have the, the GeoBeam feature on the on the toolbar here. GeoBeam. This is one of these concepts that it, you really have to see it to believe it. This is kind of cool because you point the phone, you uh, hold the phone in a um, landscape orientation, and point the end of the phone around, and it tells you about places in the environment that you're pointing to. Um, I'm going to probably get into that just a little later. Um, compass I'm going to finish these buttons here real quick. The, sure. compass, the compass button is a similar to GeoBeam, but it's uh, in uh, portrait orientation, and it tells you about uh, all streets that intersect uh, the line that the phone is facing within a half a mile radius, and it also tells you the direction you happen to be pointing the phone in case you need to become reoriented. Radius down button. And then we have the radius buttons in the toolbar here at the top. Those adjust the treatment of nearby places. So we use uh, the Google Places service to get supplemental information about what's near rather than the onboard maps because the onboard maps are very, very static. But uh, Google Places is updated often. And um, the radius affects greatly the kind of information you receive from Google Places. If you set the radius small, you get very detailed small businesses, places you maybe never even heard of. 
if you set it large, you get um, large. You really get the same amount of results, just more prominent places. So that that's the radius, and we'll, we'll cover a little bit more of that in, in detail. So let's run through the main screen items here. These are all the the geo related items you have to choose from that you can switch on or off. Radius up button. Country state country United States. Switch button on. So we have the country, and uh, most people would normally turn that off. We do work with the United States and Canada, but those are the only two countries we work in right now. State Kentucky. Switch button on. There's your Actions state. Available. County Jefferson County. Switch your county. City Weaville. Switch button on. Your city. Zip code 40,206. Switch button off. Zip Actions code. available. Heading. Switch button on. Your heading is the direction you're moving. Because we're not moving right now, we have no heading. But if we were to, to walk, we would soon have a heading. Street number 1839. Switch button off. That's the, the address. Street name Frankfort Avenue. Switch button on. There's, there's your street Actions name. available. Approaching. Switch button on. Approaching is the next upcoming intersection as you're moving. And that's, again, one of those things that you really need to be moving to, to right. invoke. So we won't necessarily see it here, but if we were out moving, we would definitely see the, the ahead. And that's probably one of my favorite features. And we'll talk a little bit about that, you know, in detail uh, as we go along. But I really, really like how that um, gives you information. Yeah. Guidance. Switch button. On. Actions available. Guidance is... Um, our word for turn-by-turn -turn directions. So if you set a destination, Nearby Explorer will tell you, you know, turn left in, in 30 yards or whatever, and tell you um, when you've reached your destination. Nearby 8.40 p.m. Eastbound 31 Shelbyville Road, Middletown. Switch button on. Okay, that is the, available. That's the nearest place. And in this particular instance, the nearest place happens to be a bus stop. We have three kinds of things that can be included in the nearby item. Those are your favorites, your search results, and the nearest bus stops. And oh, yes. And uh, we'll look at this transit feature, but I'll tell you what, the bus stop thing is, it's magical, I have to say. <laughs> and the, yeah, and the bus stop includes the time of the next bus and its direction and in the route name. So that's why we heard so much detail here on this nearby, one item. Nearby 8.40 p.m. Eastbound 31 Shelbyville Road, Middletown. Switch button on. Nearby position, 40 yards southeast. Switch button on. That's the position of the nearest location relative to you. Watch. Switch button off. Actions available. That's the watch point, and that's a single special item that you set to watch as you move around. It's, um, <clears throat> it's kind of like a super favorite. And you uh, can also use um, GeoBeam to point at the watch once you have one set. Speed. Switch button off. And then we have your, available. your basic GPS-like items like speed. Altitude, switch button, off. Altitude. Accuracy, switch button, off. Vertical accuracy, switch button, off. Streets, button. And your accuracy. Now, vertical accuracy is a little different than most people might be used to. That's how high you are. And it does actually work better on the iPhone than it does on any of the Android devices we've used. Mm. Where you, can actually, you can actually tell if you're lucky enough to get a glimpse of a GPS signal in a building the number does increase as you go to, to different floors in the building. Oh, wow. I didn't so, realize that. Now yeah. I'm going to have to play with it. <laughs> right. It's pretty interesting to mess with. And then at the bottom, so those are the main geo items. And at the bottom of the screen, we have four buttons. Streets. Button. Streets. Search. Button. Search. Favorites. Button. Favorites. Transit. Button. And transit. Streets gives you a list of intersections 
on the current street and lets you learn the direction they head and where they are relative to you. And if you pick one, then you're on that street and you can be, continue to explore streets. Favorites. Favorites. Button. Oh, let's do search first. Search. Button. Search is a map search, so it, it brings up either Google Places, Foursquare, or onboard maps, depending on how you have the app configured. And that lets you search for businesses. Um, you can search for addresses. Those kinds of things. Favorites huh? button. Favorites is a list of your favorites that you've decided to save. Favorites can be anything from the current location at that instant to a another search result that you decided to save as a favorite. Ah, uh, so they can also be- I could. I can actually look up something and then save it as a favorite or put in an address and have that saved as a favorite if I'm going out of town, maybe. Right. And you can also save transit stops as favorites, too. So, And one of the cool things about that is if you need to get directions to a transit stop that you don't use very often, if you have that saved as a favorite, you can get directions to it. And then finally, transit button. Finally, we have the transit button along the bottom here. And this is um, basically how that's how you open up to see nearby bus stops and pick various routes that pass through those bus stops to learn about the next time a vehicle may be coming through there. And um, we'll, we'll cover that in a little bit too. Um, finally, at the bottom, we have um, the tabs selected home tab one so of right, four. Right now, this is the home tab map tab two of four. We have a, the map tab, which is a, a touchable map. It's basically using Apple Maps embedded into Nearby Explorer, but it knows it uses Nearby Explorer's current location rather than just opening up Apple Maps cold. And they both move they both move with each other. So if you scroll the map, Nearby Explorer knows, and if you move Nearby Explorer, the map knows. Settings tab three and then four. we have settings help tab four four and help, which brings up the user manual. That's everything on the main screen, or on wow. the screen entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, and and you you folks made this screen basically to mirror some of the the cited you know GPS products, right? Because it, it pretty much sounds like a lot of the the cited GPS products. Kind of, but really, what we did mostly is we made made it look like the Android version, which was um, came out of you know several years of development. Actually, the advantage we had when doing the iOS version was that we knew exactly what we wanted it to do. We didn't have to sit down and draw mm-hmm. out those things. It's a little different than the Android version because it's it's newer. You know, anytime you have a second chance to do something, you're gonna oh, yeah. probably <laughs> hack it slightly differently, do the thing not make any of the mistakes you made the first time. And the Android mm-hmm. version was developed long enough ago that um, there's a little age on the on the UI on the Android version. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to those will continue to evolve as well. But, um, yeah, basically you, you have the main geo-type things that a GPS app would offer. And then we just decided to make it a switchable screen so you could turn those things you're not interested in off. Great. So the big question that a lot of people ask before they buy it is, do I have to get all of the maps together for the U.S. and Canada? Can I just get only the ones I want to use or load only the ones I want to use? That's a big question for a lot of folks. It is. And... Um, the answer, unfortunately, at the moment is you must receive the entire map set. And there's various reasons for that. Our vendor provides us one map set, and it really can't be broken up at the uh-huh. moment. Gotcha. Um, so we 
what we've done to address that is we, we tell people up front in the description of the app that have the size that it requires and, um, you know, make sure you have this much space before you purchase. And, you know, we, we try to be really upfront about that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And you never have to worry about not having the correct maps loaded. So they're always there. Right. It is. And plus, you can move to other parts of the country without having to think about it. So if you do a search and use the go-to feature, which is something I forgot to mention, we have virtual navigation. So you can search for a place and then go there, and it's as if you're standing there. And you can can point the phone around in GeoBeam, and then you see places that you would see if you were there rather than where you are. Nice. So can you show us how that works? Sure. Map, tab, tool, search, button, search. Search 175 yards. And Frankfurt, that's now bus station 40 yards southeast United States. Let's move to a, um, a, more pro- a more prominent location here. Search 175 yards. Heading. Is there any place you'd like to search for, Janine, or would you like me to just see if oh, I can pick up? Oh, gosh. Louisville? Uh, I don't know my way around there. You okay. know the place everybody knows in Louisville. How about the Galt House? Okay. Search field. Search field is editing. Insertion point at start. G. G. A. A. K. L. L. Is it T or D? Yeah. Yep. yep. T. I think it's T. T. Yep. Space, space. I should know, but I don't. G, <laughs> H, H, I, O, I, O, O, T, U, U, S, S, R, E, E. Search, search. Gold House Hotel, spot 2.3 miles west, 140 North 4th Street, Louisville. Oh, okay, there so we go. There's our search result, and we also found out that it's a hotel and spa, which I did not realize. And if we pick this result. Gold House Hotel, save to favorites. Okay. So here's the menu. A menu pops up, and I'm, I'll show you the things we can, we can do with this result. So we have save to favorites. Get directions. Set as destination. Set as watch. Go to close. Close just closes the menu. Nearby Explorer pause. So I'm going to hit go to. Go to. Go north to. 4th Street. Explorer. Near Gold House Hotel, Spa Zero on. Yards North. Okay. Oh. So it tells us that we're near the hotel, and it tells us that we're on 4th Street. And now... Gold House Hotel, zero yards north. My phone is actually pointing at that, and, and it's, tell, it's vibrating and telling me that that's where we are. We will take this opportunity to demonstrate the GeoBeam feature. So I'm going to hold the phone in a landscape orientation, and the top end of the phone is the business end in this case. This is where you, how you point, and we will see what's around. So we hear that little sound. That, that high-pitched sound means you enter GeoBeam mode. And when you exit, you get that sound. So we'll go back ah. in. And then we begin to move the phone around. Jockey Silks Bourbon Bar, 50 yards west. U.S. That's Conference the spot. 70 yards west. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Galt House Hotel, zero yards north. Jeff Ruby Steakhouse, Louisville, 130 yards southeast. So as I point my phone southeast, Jeff it tells Ruby me steakhouse. about the Louisville steakhouse. 130 yards southeast. Uh, yes. Sure. Clarkson Insurance Group, Groves Adina, 110 yards southwest. Schiller, Kessler and Gomez, PLLC 100 yards, Valenti, Schiller, Kessler and Gomez, Clarkson Insurance Group, Axis Business Center 40 yards west. Okay, so what we noticed Schiller. here is not only not only can we point at things in the environment, but we also hear a beep when we point to a place and the phone begins to vibrate, which mm-hmm. I guess I should have held it up to the mic a little closer. Um Jockey Silks Bourbon Bar, 50 yards west. U.S. Conference of Mayors, 70 yards west. So we can hear west. the phone vibrating, and we know that there's a beep. So let's see. The beep tells you 
the distance of the place relative to other places in the sweep of GeoBeam. So if the beep is higher, it means the place is closer. Jockey Silk. Uh, so I'll just swing it around a little bit. Clarkson, Jeff Ruby, U.S. Conference of Mayors 70, Mint Julep Tours, Axis Business oh, wow. Center. So we can tell that business center is really close at a glance. Clarkson Insurance Group. Jeff Ruby and we can tell that the steakhouse 130 yards southeast. is the furthest, one of the furthest places in, mm -hmm. in, the, in the sweep right now. So that's how GeoBeam works. Hotel zero yards north. If you hold the phone flat, GeoBeam will tell you just the nearest place as you rotate the phone. So we Gold can see Hotel zero yards north. as I point true north. At the, it, it says it's north because we're on top of it right now. Ah. But um, for real things... And as you move, like favorites or the nearest place, it will you will, you know, get a reasonable result, button. and you can you get a vibration and the same beep as well just for that one place. Golf House Hotel Zero uh, Yards North. So that's how GeoBeam works. Wow, that's neat. Um, if we were to open Transit here, we would see stops for areas in front of the Golf House. Transit. Oh, yes. Transit button. Transit. Transit Authority of River City, Gold House Loop southbound, 20 yards northwest. Okay, so we open up Transit and we see it for, at the top of the screen. It tells you the transit agency you're using at that moment. And then it shows a list of stops. Transit Authority of River City, heading. Gold House Loop southbound, 20 yards northwest. Act Main at 4th westbound, 150 yards south. Actions available. 4th at Main northbound, 160 yards south. Actions available. And if you pick one of these stops, which is about as far as most people need to go, Back button, 7, 12, AM, 1, 4, Street Circulator, 4, Street Circulator. You see the next time of the bus. It turns oh, out that wow. it doesn't appear to be any more buses today. So Fourth it stuck us. 7, 12, AM, 1, 4, Street Circulator, 4, Street Circulator. Uh, it stuck us at 7, 12. 7, 12, AM, okay. 7, 28, AM, 1, 4, Street Circulator, 4, Street Circulator. 7, 44, AM, 1, 4, Street Circulator, 4, Street Circulator. It turns out that there's only one route that passes through this particular stop, and that's the 4th uh -huh. Street stop. But it has the times in front of these, so you can tell when the next one would be coming. And then you just hit back to uh, move back through the transit list. Transit Authority of River City, 4th at Main North, bound 160 yards south. At, at this point, you could pick another stop, or you can hit back again. Nearby Explorer, County and, Jefferson County, switch button. And on. you're back on the main screen. So now, if we are were to go into virtual mode here. Okay. Could we walk around the area around the Gold House? We can. The way one gets into virtual mode is to use the context menu. It's a little foreign to many iOS users, but Android users are right at home with this. The reason we have a context menu Gold is because we have, so many, we have so many choices <laughs> that it really wasn't practical to fit them all on the main screen. Mm -hmm. um, so as you'll notice that each of these items on the main screen, when we touch them... City Weavell, switch button, on. Actions available. It says actions available. So if we do our regular swipe up. Show menu. It'll give us a show menu option. Save location as favored. And there's all these things you can do here. Set location as watch. Enable virtual navigation. And that's the one we're interested in, so we'll pick that. Enable virtual navigation. City Weavell. Switch button. On. So we still have the switchable items on the screen, but at the, in the bottom third of the screen, we now have a navigation pad with north, south, east, west buttons, and uh, a checkbox that lets you follow roads or not. 
if you follow roads, it tries to pin you to a street as you move. And if you turn that off, it lets you just free, freely move true north, true south, true east. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That could be a little dangerous. <laughs> I, think I'll, I think we'll choose to follow the roads. <laughs> right. And I, I've, I've been playing more and more with this, and I'm really starting to like it. Um, just as so much usability here. And they, if you slide your finger up from the home button, right there is that um, basically compass cross or compass rose, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's got the, the right. little uh, north, um, south, east, and west points there. See. North button. West button. East button. South button. So I'm going to try north. North see. button. Okay. Heading north. I-64 east ahead 70 yards. Let's not get on the highway. We'll try I going was going to say, I think we'll stay away from the freeway, yeah. <laughs> south. <laughs> Heading south, approaching South 4th Street, 160 yards. Golf okay. House Hotel, one yard at 10 o'clock. Okay. So we heard a lot of information there. And the approaching item that we discussed earlier is the street that's coming out. And, this, and the street that's coming up, in this particular case, uh, 4th Street. Um, it also, as we move, tells us the places that were nearest. South uh, button, south. Dollhouse Hotel, when, 30 yards at 7 o'clock. Aha, and we can tell that we're moving past it. You know, it right. was at 10, now it's at 7. And when you move, each time you double tap on one of those directional buttons, how far does that move you? Because it's obviously not intersection by intersection like north. some. Uh, it moves you currently 20 yards at a time. Okay. Um, we plan to, at some point, add the ability to change that. But um, it's it's fixed mm-hmm. at twenty for now, mm-hmm. and um, it at times doesn't seem like you move twenty yards. There's a mm-hmm. couple reasons for that. Mainly that uh, the street may be curved, and uh, mm-hmm. right. And as you move it, it uh, doesn't say quite twenty yards, but it's uh, very close. Mm-hmm. And I actually like this because I can tell how long blocks are. You know, if right. you've got a really long block between streets, I was doing a little route between two places virtually. And wow, I thought about walking that, but that block is like, you know, half a mile long, literally, right. like with no intersecting streets. <laughs> so right. that would be one also, that you would just easily also, lose track on. You can <laughs> also find out that information by using the streets button. And it'll oh. show you it'll show you the distance of all the intersections from where you are, and you can easily tell the length of a block that way too. So they have, oh, you have wow. there. yeah. Okay. So what happens if we keep moving south? Okay. South button near Axis Business Center store fifty yards at five o'clock. There's that place we pointed out to earlier. Mm-hmm. Approaching South Fourth Street, eighty yards near Clarkson and South. South. Approaching South 4th Street, 40 yards. 8.40 p.m. westbound 66th Street, Taylor Boulevard, Outer Loop, 50 yards at 1 o'clock. So you can see there must be a bus at this intersection, a bus stop. Mm-hmm. South. South. South 4th Street, 8.40 p.m. westbound 66th Street, Taylor Boulevard, Outer Loop, 10 yards ahead. Okay, so here we are 4th Street, and then we can continue south, I believe. South. West Market Street ahead, 130 yards. 8.40 p.m. westbound 66th Street. Taylor Boulevard, Outer Loop, nine yards at eight o'clock. Eight forty South. South West Market Street ahead, ninety yards. Eight forty p- South nine twenty six p.m. Northbound, six sixth Street, Taylor Boulevard, Main Street, forty yards at one o'clock. So an interesting thing happens here. As we move down through here, 
And I'll State Kentucky. Switch I forget the name on. of the street wrong, but I can Action. easily County check. Jefferson. Zip code 45. Oh, South yeah. South 4th Street. Switch South 4th Street. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, as we move down through here, we find that we're really being bombarded with bus stops. If mm-hmm. for some reason you don't really care about Approaching the bus stops, nearby, 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 nine twenty-six p.m. Northbound six. You can disable that feature either temporarily or permanently by getting the, getting the context menu for the nearby item. Show menu. Choose search provider. Maximum places per location. Disable nearby places. Disable nearby favorites. Disable ah. nearby transit stops. So I'm going to choose disable nearby transit stops. Disable nearby near transit Kentucky stops. International Speed. Convention Center, ninety yards ahead. Now we hear places that might be perhaps more interesting if you're trying to learn huh. what's in an area. South. And we'll button. continue moving south now. West south. Market Street ahead 50 yards. South. Kentucky International Convention Center 50 yards ahead. South. West south. Market Street. Kentucky International Convention Center 10 yards ahead. South, south. 4th Street. Financial SQ right side 50 yards. South. Ah, and there south. we heard. ELLC Lawyer 30 yards at 5 o'clock. Wow. So for one of those things, we heard a compass direction and, well, we heard a left or right. And the other one, we heard a clock face direction. So how does it know which which direction to choose? Okay. That's a good question. If the item's at the, the 12 o'clock or 6 o'clock position, it would just use ahead or behind mm-hmm. rather, than, rather than confuse the issue. Gotcha. It's just a little bit more clear. And... Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's virtual right. navigation, basically. Right, that is that is pretty cool, I have to say, and I've really enjoyed it. Washington D.C. has got to be the most complicated place, simply because there are no straight intersections in that whole city. I think right. it explains a lot, actually. But um, and using uh-huh. nearby Explorer there in the virtual mode is pretty cool because you can actually kind of see which way the streets go and and uh, you know exactly where. You might end up now. Um, I don't think it identifies traffic circles uh, to avoid, but I haven't really played with that yet, so haven't come up on one quite yet. Um, luckily, however, right. um, so we looked at the transit and we looked at the virtual mode. Is there anything else you'd like to show us about the app at this point? Let's talk a little bit about the turn-by-turn directions or guidance. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, this is another long-awaited feature that everyone is quite excited about. Finally, we have uh, another blindness app that will give us turn-by-turn. So let's talk about that. How does that work, and uh, what does it what does it actually end up doing for everyone? Well, I'm going to first hit resume. Nearby Explorer, resume button. That'll get us back to our current location rather than the virtual uh-huh. location of Fourth uh, Street here. Grand Avenue. Near Pause, 3rd Lutheran button. Church, 100 yards southeast. Near Cook Studio and Art Gallery, 90 yards southwest. Near American Printing House for the Blind Museum, 70 yards northwest. Near Bar Library, 60 yards west. And you'll notice we still have transit stops turned off, so now we hear pl- more about uh-huh. places rather than transit stops. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get directions to a nearby place. Oh, this is Eight, fabulous. Five, <laughs> five, four, Again. Five. Let's see if I have a... Favorite here. Favorites. No favorites, favorites to show. Okay, I don't, don't have any Nearby favorites explore. at the moment, search. but I will search. Search. Search 175 yards. Frankfort. That's all. Bus station 40 yards southeast United States. Search field. And like with any other app, you can double tap the edit field and um, then 
two finger double tap to um, do dictation. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm going to use that and hopefully it'll go better than it did earlier. <laughs> Frankfurt, that's all. Bus search field. North End Cafe. Inserted North End Cafe. Okay, then we'll just hit search at the bottom. Search. Okay. North End Cafe, restaurant point two miles west, 1722 Frankfort Avenue, Louisville. So there it is. And this time, when we pick this search result, we will um, go for the set as destination item. North End Cafe, save to favorites. Get directions. Set as destination. Set as watch. Go to close. And I might mention first that the, the get directions gives you a list of the directions you would take if you were going to approach or we're going to travel to the place. Mm-hmm. So you can see ahead of time what the trip would look like. Yeah, which, which is I, absolutely fantastic. If you can show us that, that would be that would be very cool. Let's I realize that. you might not have too many for this one, but Search, save to no, we don't have get directions. Luckily, because we're actually going to work virtually walk there here. <laughs> get directions, but we'll we'll see what the trip's going to look like first. Get directions. Directions. Trip distance is point two miles. Tells us your distance, mm-hmm. and if the trip is longer than um, one minute, I'll tell you the time it takes to get there as well. Proceed northwest on Frankfort Avenue. Action. Destination on Frankfort Avenue will be in point two miles on the left. So it turns out Action this is an easy one. This is straight down the road. But if we had chosen a more difficult place to reach, it would give you turn turns in there. Um, I'm going to hit back. Search 30 miles. Search 30 miles. Search 30 miles. North North End Cafe. Restaurant point two miles west. 1722 Frankfort Avenue, Louisville. North End Cafe. Save to favorites. Get directions. Set as destination. Now when we pick says destination, we get a little bit of information about the trip. Nearby Using explorer, driving mode, United the States. destination Switch will button. be on the uh-huh. left. Proceed northwest on Frankfurt Avenue. Okay, so it tells us um, that the destination will be on the left. It tells us that we're in pedestrian mode, or driving mode in, the, in this case. I forget mm-hmm. which it was, actually. Yeah, Heading. I think it was. And um, Street num- Street the good news is... Switch button on. Good news is if one if you missed that you can you can hear that again. Um, uh-huh. And the way you do that is switch guidance off and back on again. On uh-huh. using driving mode, the destination will be on the left. Proceed northwest on Frankfurt Avenue. Okay, so it has a set at the moment for driving mode. In this particular instance, pedestrian mode and driving mode would be the same because we're just going to move down the street. So now I'm going to switch on virtual navigation. Nearby bar library. Switch button on. Actions available. Enable choose search provider. Any context menu will give us virtual navigation huh. in this case. Oh, okay. Set location as watch. Enable virtual navigation. Enable virtual navigation. North button. Okay, we're supposed to proceed northwest, which is in this particular case mostly west. And so I can just use west, and since we have follow roads turned on, it will handle the curve of the road. West button. West. Heading southwest. North State Street, right side, South State Street, left side, 80 yards. West. Destination on Frankfurt Avenue will be in 0.2 miles on the left. Heading northwest. Bar library, 30 yards at 2 o'clock. So it begins to tell us uh, uh, the destination and how far North it is. North State Street, right side, South State Street, left side, 40 yards. And as we move, it tells us the approaching street. West. Uh-huh. West. Heading west. west, South State Street. Near affordable energy, ASAP. The all-seasons assurance plan, 10 yards at 2 o'clock. Now you'll notice it said South, Stray- South State Street. And that <laughs> means that at this particular moment, we are in... We're in the process of crossing South State Street at this uh-huh. particular instant. West, button. Heading west. northwest. 
Frankfurt Avenue, Hope Street ahead 100 yards. Okay, so we're back on the main road where the business resides, and we found out that Pope Street will be next. West. West. Pope Street ahead 60 yards. Near V Dry System Inc. 30 yards at 2 o'clock. And it continues to tell us about businesses as we pass them as well. West. Near Sweets, Pope Street ahead 20 yards. Destination on Frankfurt Avenue will be in 190 yards on the left. Okay. Near Hilltop Tavern Restaurant, 20 yards at 9 o'clock. It just gave us an update, and any time we have a a, um, destination instruction, an instruction to reach your destination, it beeps before it speaks that, so you don't miss it. Yes, which I love. I love the beep. (laughs) That was a suggestion that came from the beta list that you were on, actually. I think it might have actually come from me on the beta list. Could have been. Could be. (laughs) (laughs) It's my claim to fame is the beep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Turned out to be a great idea. William Street ahead 100 yards. Near Louisville Fire Telescore 21 Fire Station 20 yards at 2 o'clock. Heading west. William Street ahead 70 yards. Near Straight Line Tutoring 20 yards at 10 o'clock. William Street ahead 30 yards. Near Sam Arasimo. Destination on Frankfurt Avenue will be in 80 yards on the left. William West. Street. Destination West. on Frankfurt Avenue will be in 50 yards on the left. Okay, so Heading we're northwest. We're getting pretty Frankfurt close Avenue. now. Melwood ah. Avenue ahead 150 yards. Near Growth Profit Incorporated Accounting 30 yards at 7 o'clock. West. Heading west. Near Walton Jones Realtors Incorporated Real Estate Agency 30 yards at 4 o'clock. Near North End, North End Cafe is on the left. Oh! <laughs> Love it. Have, we have arrived, and the phone vibrates and rings that bell to tell you that you've reached your destination. And it, that's not the slot machine going off. Right. <laughs> What's, what I first thought when I heard that, I'm like, ooh, jackpot, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how you'll feel when you're looking for a place, and you, yay, I found it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my. So that is actually pretty cool. Now, Will it say you're doing this in real time? Will it, if you make a wrong turn, will it reroute you? Yes, it will. Um, if we had turned down William Street, for example, it would have, um, it lets you go a little distance. Um, mm-hmm. And then it will eventually tell you, it'll reroute and automatically give you a, a beep and the next instruction you should take to, uh, to correct the, the error. Great. Great. Well, this is sounding like shades of if anyone used the Trekker and the original Trekker and then the the Trekker Breeze, this sounds a lot like what we saw there, except this virtual mode is just really, really nice because you can also do the the roots in virtual mode, et cetera, et cetera. So, wow. Um, Right. I, I'm I'm speechless. Um, Jason, do you have do you have anything? Because I use this thing probably every other day, um, either in a vehicle or you know out walking. And uh, I'm uh, this is the GPS. Uh, to be honest, and I'm not a fan girl. I am not paid by the uh, American Printing House for the Blind, but this is the GPS app I've been looking for for a long time. Oh, so glad to hear that. Yeah, this is definitely uh, definitely something really, really impressive. Well, one of the questions I was thinking of, uh, I remember when I was playing around with my Kindle Fire that there was both a paid version and a free version of Nearby Explorer for Android, and the free version didn't have the onboard map. I think it just used the Internet for its information. Are you planning on doing something like that for the iOS version? Yes, I suspect that will probably happen. Um, oh wow! The um, it will 
probably be done a little differently, though. Mm-hmm. In in the case of the Android version, we released a free version primarily to address the fact that we don't support countries besides the U.S. and Canada with the onboard maps. So basically, the the nearby Explorer Online for Android is a stripped down version of the main the the paid app. Yes, and it's a free version, and it um, it doesn't include. Um, turn-by-turn directions or approaching streets because those are all handled by the onboard maps. Um, it requires a data connection, as you mentioned. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's a great app for, for the price. And gives you, <laughs> it also kind of gives you a demo of what the real app would look like if you wanted to purchase the full version. Yes. In the case of iOS, um, it, it, similar to the Android situation, we, we had it, took, it was a while before we had the um, online version for Android. So we decided to do the, the full version first. And now at some point we will continue to investigate ways to um, bring you know, a less expensive or lighter version of Nearby Explorer to the platform as well. Um, I don't know. It, we may um, take a different approach rather than using... Um, Total online sources, for example, we continue to investigate OpenStreetMaps as a possibility. Mm-hmm. And um, we may be able to um, download portions of OpenStreetMap and um, use that in a, in a lighter version. Mm-hmm. Or we may decide to take the same approach we did with um, Nearby Explorer Online and, and just use uh, onboard maps. The, um, or uh, online maps. <laughs> the... Um, Speaking of online maps, we do have a feature similar to Nearby Explorer Online available in this new iOS version, and that is the ability to use um, Apple as your address provider rather than the onboard maps. Uh Aha. And what is the difference between, you know, what what instances would have you pick one over the other? Generally, you would stick with the onboard maps for various reasons. if you use Apple as an address provider, it will cost you a little bit more battery. Um, there's a limit, although it's unknown what that limit might be, um, to use the Apple services. They they haven't actually told me what that limit is. Um, uh-huh. And finally, the um, the onboard maps are a little bit more responsive. So as you as you cross a street, it will generally speak the name of that street you're crossing as as you pass through it where with the online uh solution it may be a little bit delayed um but the reason we have this feature in here is to attack the problem of inaccurate street numbers ah it it turns out with onboard maps that the street numbers are really a guess um they're estimates based on the first and last number on the block Divided into equal segments. Yeah, which is kind of an odd way to do it, but it, that's the way this particular map provider happens to right. do street addresses. And and this is the same way that it was done in the Trekker system and in every other GPS system that uses uh, the Navtech maps. Right. So everybody just is is floored by, well, well how does it, why does it do that? It's always done that. <laughs> right. And it's, it's interesting because... That tends to bother a lot of people, but it turns out the app knows where you are, and if you settle, if you know, if you happen to know where you are based on the address yourself, 
you can save a favorite and call it whatever you want, and it will show as that what you called it, and the the location is always correct. So, um, but if you happen to be bothered by the street number, or if you're in a scenario where you need to find a new place that you've never been to and you need to know more accurate street numbers, then the Apple Maps provider is the way to go. Uh, okay. So I have a question about uh, creating user points of interest or user places. Okay. Um, how does that work? Let's say I've got a few things along my route that I want to label. And uh, in my area, I have no sidewalks and I have this wonderful intersection that's sort of a Y meets a T meets a, it's a bizarre geometric thing. <laughs> and, uh, oh. I want to label points along it that I can put a watch on. So I know, oh, okay, I've passed that point. Now I can turn and cross this street and then cross this street to get to where I'm going. And uh, my poor guide dog is just stymied by the whole thing. So <laughs> as much okay. help as I can give him is good. So how do we name these, these user-defined things? Okay, let's try that. We're going to move back towards APH. Okay. And that would be, in this case, east. East button. Heading east. William Street ahead 30 yards. Near Walton. East. East. William Street. Near Sam. East. Heading southeast. Frankfurt Avenue. Pope Street ahead 90 yards. Now I'm going to save a favorite, as we call them. Uh-huh. And you do that by opening the context menu for any item on the main screen. Okay. Show menu. Choose search provider. Maximum places per location. Disable nearby places. Disable nearby. Enable nearby. Save location as favored. Alert. Text field is editing. Character mode. 1749 Frankfurt Avenue. 1749 Frankfurt Avenue selected. Save location as favored. So when you save a location as a favorite, it offers the current address as the proposed name. In this particular case, I'm going to give it a more reasonable, useful name. And we can, of course, use dictation as well. Very close to my favorite restaurant. Thinking. Inserted very close to my favorite restaurant. Okay. Aha. <laughs> now we'll save that. We hit the go button. Nearby Explorer. Guidance North End Cafe is on the left. Switch button on. Okay. Now, I'm going to ignore that guidance. The guidance is left over from when we had uh, the destination <laughs> set. Nearby Sam Nearby position 30 yards. So I think what I'll do is I'll, I'll elect to turn Actions off um, Nearby Sam guidance. guidance North End Cafe is on the left. So now, is North End Cafe. Switch east. we're going to continue to move back towards APH. Heading east. Near very close to my favorite restaurant 20 yards behind. So now, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> as we move away from the place we just marked, it tells us that we did so, and it tells us that it's behind us, which is what it should do. East. Pope Street ahead 60 yards. East. East. Near Louisville. Pope Street. Near the Silver Dollar Restaurant 10 yards at 9 o'clock. So now we can see we're near a different restaurant. Now we're going to head back towards North End Cafe. West. So we'll go west and we'll see what happens. Heading west. Frankfurt Avenue. William Street ahead 90 yards. Near Louisville Fire Telescore 21 Fire Station 10 yards at 3 o'clock. Okay, so we remember that William Street was on the way to the North End Cafe. And we also remember that we marked a location just before William Street to tell us that that's where we're approaching our favorite restaurant. West. William Street ahead 60 yards. Near Favre Law Office Lawyer, 20 yards at 9 o'clock. Near West. very close to my favorite restaurant, 20 yards at 1 o'clock. There we go. So there's our Aha. favorite. So those become, favorites act as if they were places in the maps, basically. Excellent. And, and do so those have around, to be? Oh. 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so as you move around, you get to hear those as, as well as you pass them as well. Oh, and you, great. if for some reason you don't want to hear them, or if for some reason you prefer only to hear your favorites, you can do all these things by using those context menus. Oh, wow. Now, with the favorites, do they have to be on the street grid, or can you set a favorite, say, I've got a huge backyard, which I actually do have a huge backyard. Can I set <laughs> a favorite in the middle of my backyard? Yes. Um, the f- a favorite can be anywhere in the world, actually, although it wouldn't be terribly useful to have it off the map, but... Um, <laughs> You can like I have a favorite in the ocean for testing purposes. Oh. Um, yes, the, the the only thing the, a, a destination has to be on the road network. Ah. So if you if you set your backyard as a, a favorite and then begin or uh, attempt to get directions to that location, it's going to get you to the street and the point of the street closest to your backyard, but not actually to your backyard. Ah, uh, but you could use that point as a watch, and it would yeah. tell you a. Yep, I've got a route that goes through. There's a, a little service road for the power company that goes, you know, behind people's backyards and things like that. And right. of course, we don't have fences or anything. So, needing to know when to get to my back gate. So, I labeled that actually as a as a favorite, and I put a watch on that now. And when I walk through there, I can tell when I'm getting close to the back gate. Right. And, also. And- Mm-hmm. You don't even need to set it as a watch, it turns out, because in a lot of, in most cases, your backyard will be the closest item. Uh-huh. And because of that, it will, GeoBeam in flat mode where you hold the screen up and point will focus in on your backyard in that particular case. Oh, wow. Oh, but nice. you, can, and, you can set it as a watch mm-hmm. point and then see it from a, a great distance. Like perhaps you went uh, two blocks away, you could point, you could yeah. figure out where your backyard <laughs> is from there. Which is entirely possible in my neighborhood. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, our roads sort of look like someone spilled spaghetti on the on the okay. map. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, so it looks like there is a ton of flexibility with this app, and a surprisingly, you know, um, flat learning curve. Actually, it was fairly easy to learn. Um, Jason, do you have anything else? to add about uh, using nearby explorer i'm not i don't know if you've had a chance to use it much um i i'm just totally amazed i've read the manual and of course it all makes perfect sense but it's another thing to have someone demonstrate the features like that it just it, it works perfectly and everything i've done um, is right around home and getting to you know walking to a, to a few places and things like that so um it's worked perfectly i've, I've loved it great Glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely having fun with it whenever I do a road trip and when I go, you know, literally on the road around Ohio, um, having a great time with it. We really enjoyed talking to Rob Meredith from the American Printing House for the Blind, telling us all about Nearby Explorer. Um, Rob, one thing I forgot to ask you, current price. <laughs> okay, this is great. The price for the app is $79.99. Woohoo. And... Um, Android users may recall that their version was $99 in the past. We have lowered the price on the Android version to match the iOS version as well. Oh, nice. Very nice. Great. Well, I will tell people, you know, think about picking this app up. It is a great addition to, you know, your library of GPS solutions. If that's a financial thing for you, you know, 
definitely look into it because uh, I've just found it to be quite, quite good, and it's always improving. There are also a couple of mailing lists. Um, I don't know, Rob, if you want to tell us about where folks can get on the mailing list if they happen to get the app and need some more information or want to talk with other folks. Okay. Um, we have three mailing lists that discuss Nearby Explorer. We have the normal um, product mailing list, which is, oh, you can find that by going to the manual. Um, I don't want to uh, try to, I don't want to risk getting it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to, that's why I didn't say it. I thought, oh <laughs> right. no, I'll butcher that. But we will put it in the in the, uh, the show wrap. So you will have all those links, everyone. And this list discusses any version of Nearby Explorer. So the Android version, the iOS version, the, the free Android version called Nearby Explorer Online. And then we have a special beta list dedicated just to iOS beta testers and some of the issues they face and questions they have. And finally, there's another beta list for the Android version. Huh. Excellent. And I know that many of us who were beta testers bought the app. And now we're saying, wait a minute, how do we continue to beta test? Because we bought the app. We love it. When a new beta comes out, can we install that? That's a big question I think a lot of us beta folks had. Yes, what happened is anytime one does a product release, the betas disappear for new people. Mm-hmm. But we will continue to offer betas in, in the um, immediate future. And once we do post a beta, you uh, use test flight and um, you can see that new beta and install it and it will uh, replace your your paid version. And, Excellent. Um, yeah. Great. Great. Because, um, and, you know, stay tuned because I'm sure there will be announcements about, you know, if you want to become a new beta tester, we'll see, you know, how APH chooses to handle that. Um, beta software is beta software, guys. Uh, but you will always have the paid version if you buy it. And that's the important thing. And, right. Uh, yeah. And because betas are only around for a limited amount of time. So, you know, um, the developers have been working really hard on this one. And they have implemented so many of our suggestions from the beep to just any number of things that people have suggested on the beta list. So um, don't be afraid to suggest some things and uh, suggest them on the regular list. Well, thank you so much, Rob, for joining us. And uh, I'm sure that we will all be walking around with Nearby Explorer at next year's convention in Reno. So great! <laughs> never good. fear. It will be all over the place by then. And Larry will be so happy that I won't be saying anything to him at the booth. But wow, nice job. <laughs> oh, Sounds good. <laughs> See, then then we'll all be lining up to buy the Orbit reader. You know, that'll you be the thing. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Next big movement in Braille, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Rob. Yes, no problem, you. Janine. If you'd like to participate in discussion on Nearby Explorer, feel free to subscribe to the listserv. The address is ne-subscribe at tech.aph.org. That's N as in November, E as in Echo, dash subscribe at tech.aph.org. Main Menu is a program sponsored by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream and repeats every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can get it live with any internet-connected device, Use ACB Link for iOS, grab it as a podcast, or 
call 605-475-8130. We welcome and appreciate your feedback by emailing us at mainmenu at acbradio.org, or you can interact with us on Twitter at mainmenu. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next week.